boy, I cannot wait to play 20 questions like we do every week. My good friend, your name here. I'll go first. Are you John Remedios? Oh, right. I guess I'll confuse sometimes. That's me, and welcome to episode 13 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Megapack. If this is your first time listening, and you don't hate the sound of my voice, there are 12 other episodes you can listen to, should you desire. Anyway, enough inquisitive games that are a barrel of laughs. Let's, how do they say, kind of kiss, but just, like, press our mouths together? Bring, bring, it's for you. That's a man pretending to be a telephone. Cue music. It is May 22nd, 2015, and I am back. I'm sorry for disappearing for so long. It must have been pretty rough on you, but it's okay now. I'm here. Everything's gonna be alright. You can disassemble that shrine of me. You know what? No, let's let's just leave it. Just for a bit. Or, I don't know, maybe forever. Now that we have been properly reunited, let me regale you with the tale of the past two weeks. Oh, such mystery. I'm not gonna go too deep into it because it's largely not very interesting, but just so there's a record of it, here's what I've been up to. After missing the early Indiecade deadline and participating in ToeJam, I got right back to work and submitted to the Indie Make booth to, hopefully, get to show the game at PAX Prime at the end of August. This was the first time I've ever submitted to something like this. It's weird to think that a lot of, I don't want to say success, but exposure, maybe, is reliant on the quality of the submission. I don't know if that's really sunk in until this moment, and if you listen very closely, you can hear me just quietly having a panic attack. Sweet. So that happened, and was fine and dandy. Right after submitting to the Mega Booth, I showed the game off at a local event called BitBizarre. I don't really have much to say about it. It's the third BitBizarre I participated in, and it's always a lot of fun. People play the game. I get to see what new things have been successful or not successful. I take a lot of notes. I drink a fair amount of beer. Great. Good. I love it. Then, after BitBizarre, another deadline came up, but this time it was a bit different. I had to write an application for a travel grant, which was... Very essential. Uh, basically, if I don't get it, I can't really afford to go to events and show the game and hold meetings or whatever people who have their shit together actually do. So, yeah, let's hope I didn't fuck it up. Anyway, the deadline for that was just this week, and since then, I've been feeling a little lost, if I'm being honest. Maybe it's just all the sprints to meet deadlines catching up with me, but I think somewhere in all that hustle and bustle, I kind of lost my sense of direction, which is less than ideal, to say the least. It's not that... I don't know what needs to get done. There are lots of things I have planned that still need to make their way into the game, but it feels sort of sloppy to me. Like, what I currently have doesn't feel like it's a solid enough foundation to build upon. But at the same time, I have deadlines that I'd like to meet and a schedule that I'd ideally like to stick to, and I don't really know how to reconcile those two things. I mean, my gut tells me that I should just forget everything else and work on what I currently have until it's good. Like, until it's really fucking good. But, at the same time, you know, diminishing returns are a thing that exist, and I'm not convinced that my gut isn't a perfectionist asshole. With that said, if I had infinite time, which is to say infinite money, that is probably the route I'd go, but I don't. I have money for this year, and that's basically it. It's not a complex problem, it's just about prioritizing what I have to do, but... I don't know, for some reason I'm just finding it especially paralyzing. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, you're probably aware that I am a fan of solution-based approaches. I like saying things that might be valuable in one way or another, so let's work through this together. 
Now, because I'm in the midst of it, I would feel negligent giving any advice regarding what to do, because clearly I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I can, however, outline some things that have not helped me in the slightest. So, come on, baby bunnies, let's hop to it. That joke would have killed at Easter. So here's the thing that I've been doing that everyone knows is bad. Comparing my work to others. Specifically comparing my work against other projects that have teams with way more money, people, and experience than me. Yeah, it's not the healthiest. Let me guide you through this tunnel of dysfunction. So, SSMP is, at its core, a party game. It's less about the systems and mechanics and more about providing an experience that people can enjoy together. So, at some point, I thought it would be good to try and measure up my work in progress against already completed works with similar design goals, which I don't think is terrible in theory. I think it's good to check yourself against others from time to time and analyze how similar problems were solved and why that solution was chosen. It might not be applicable to whatever you're working on, but there's something to be learned by taking a good hard look at a thing. I'm not talking about a penis, though there are things you can learn by taking a good hard look at a penis. For example, the stance of one's parents on male circumcision. I guess you don't actually have to look that hard, you know pretty much immediately. You want to be sure, though. Did I mention I try to provide value? Perfect. Anyway, so I decided that the best games for me to spend some time analyzing were two Nintendo games, Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. I thought maybe it would be neat to take two very different games that come from a company with a strong design philosophy, look at their similarities and differences, and really try and get to the core of their party game sensibilities. And yeah, I learned a lot and I will probably be taking some of those self-learned lessons and shaping them into a thing that works for my game, but here's the other thing that happened. Made me feel like a piece of hot garbage about myself and my video game. So that was unintended. Obviously, this is totally unreasonable. There was no one in the world who was saying, hey, you, your dinky little video game doesn't even come close to the games of this well-established industry-leading company with a 100-year history. Why are you even bothering? Should just go to sleep in a ditch. Except for my crazy brain, that is. Who's just the worst roommate. Again, that's not to say that I don't think you shouldn't look at the work of people who are established and bigger than you and better than you, because, I mean, you're worse at doing that thing than them. But once you do, I think there's a right way to internalize the observations you made and the information you collected. Stomping your feet and saying, I want to be as good as Nintendo, is not that way. So that's embarrassing. Ah, who am I kidding? My shame is way down beneath my other, more pressing insecurities. What a relief. I guess we can just keep on looking at my poor reactions to circumstances. Another totally cockamamie scheme. Is it cockamamie? Cockamamie? This is necessary. Anyway, another cockamamie scheme that I came up with in my ruthlessly efficient brain factory was to zoom out and really look at the project as a whole. Now, at a glance, this is totally fine. When you look at a map, you don't just press the paper or screen to your face and only stare at one road, moving it as you progress. I mean, maybe you do. You're bad at maps. Seeing smaller things in a broader context is obviously good. You should be able to do it. Otherwise, what is the point to anything? But maybe you can go a little too far to revisit the map example. If you're zoomed in on a highway and want to get a sense of how far along you are, maybe you shouldn't look at a globe of the planet Earth. Maybe you should just unfold the map a bit or, like, pinch at a screen. As you may have guessed, I bring a globe on all my road trips. Like I said before, I know it needs to get done in order for me to consider this game complete, and one of those things is content creation. I need more stuff in the game, because I do. Let's all pretend that I make good decisions, and there need to be more things in my video game. Anyway, so I've started to think a little bit more about the type of content I'm going to put in SSMP, and that's fine. 
I should be thinking about that stuff. What I probably should not be doing is thinking about all the content simultaneously, not as a list or anything that could be managed or prioritized, but as this like looming cloud that is descending and pouring rain on me, except instead of water, it's dropping pairs of fists that have John Sucks tattooed on their knuckles. I believe they're called downer cuts. They hurt in two ways. It's a great joke. If I was a reasonable person, I would shoot a laser at that cloud, which is the natural enemy of the cloud, the cumulofistus, making it into a series of smaller, more manageable cumulofisti, which would continue to rain down on me, but this time they would give me just an unending series of the best high fives instead of punching me in the body. Just slap, 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 crushing it every time. There's not even an elbow to look at. It's the best. So, there it is, my cautionary tale. Uh, this is all pretty silly and probably easy to avoid if you're aware of it, but I think the key word there is aware. I mean, nobody goes out of their way looking to overwhelm themselves. That would be some sort of weird passive type of masochism. But I think, I think it can sneak up on you pretty quickly if you're not careful, especially when you're coming off periods of intense control. I don't know what it is. Maybe it builds up this false, really fragile confidence that makes you more susceptible to fear of mistakes or failure or something, or maybe that's just me. Anyway, I hope this was good for you. Thank you for listening. Sorry again for the period of quiet, but it was pretty necessary for my health, mental, and otherwise. I won't leave you again, or I can't promise that. Maybe I will. You can't tie me down, what can I say? I'm like a freight train with wings flying into the sun. Before I go... Here is some information that was formal and very general. If you want to get in touch with me, you can via Twitter at John Remedios or John at SSMPGame.com. That's not Twitter, that's an email. If you want to keep tabs on the game, I've got you covered. It's Facebook.com forward slash SSMPGame, Twitter.com forward slash SSMPGame, and SSMPGame.tumblr.com. There's also a website, ssmpgame.com, with a mailing list and all those social media links. I also recently put up a YouTube video doing a quick overview of the game. It's called SSMP Quick Overview, so you can check that out. If you're feeling the podcast, you can subscribe or do whatever else you do to podcasts on iTunes, the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you again for listening. I will hopefully see you next week. I don't know why I always say see does not make any sense. So, after a bit bizarre... Oh, fuck, I gotta stop punching the table. It's just like... Mm, so much anger. So... So angry.